We are L-I-V-E, folks, at the Weirman Media Studios in Duluth. Again, going live here on an episode with the Weirman X <coughs> experience. Excuse me. Double tap, as Isaiah just said. So on today's episode of the Weirman X experience, we're talking about masculinity and femininity. And we're talking about black holes and we're talking about white holes. And at the end of the day, black holes and white holes represent the binary balance of our existence and our universe. A lot of people never even talk about white holes. And at the end of the day, white holes are the womb. They are women. Femininity represents the birthing of life. If you look at our universe, all of us come from sexual energy. And in the reality of our existence, of everything and every and everyone, we are all manufactured and fabricated in a sense in the womb. And the womb represents artificial and organic fabrication and manufacturing of life. Because at the end of the day, that is where you have, the, it's one of the only places where you have ringularity and singularity. The baby is represents singularity and the mother in the entanglement with the baby would represent entanglement and it would represent the connection of ringularity and inclusiveness and so many things that superposition and entanglement in quantum physics touches on. So when you start to realize this, then you really start to understand that in general relativity, a white hole is a hypothetical region of space, time, and singularity, as well as I just said, ringularity, add in ringularity that cannot be entered from the outside. So picture a womb where the baby is being entangled with a mother in a ringularity sense and the singularity sense, again, binary balance. And then nothing is penetrating it because it's, it's protected. It's safe. It's within this space that is being, it's impenetrable. The womb is impenetrable when the, when the baby's in there from the outside, although energy, matter, light, and information can escape from it. And upon birth, that would be the baby being born into the egoistic existence of our linear universe. And then once you understand that, that is the birthing of a universe. We are universes. People, if you have the open-mindedness of it, or you have the open-mindedness to think about it, we are universes. We are more, when we look at our, we look at our brains, we look at our hearts. If you understand quantum love, if you check out the quantum love book, we are primarily water. We are coherence. We are fluctuating between dark and grounded states and excited and light states. And at the end of the day, we're primarily made up of water. And when you understand that, there's a direct correlation between us as human beings being fluid, agile, and flexible and, and maintaining waves structure and wave coherence and standing waves and connecting that to understanding that the femininity and masculinity of existence and the balance of that. And at the end of the day, in the quantum love book, it talks about the fact that the balance in the middle is what I talk about, the limbo space. And you have to be able to understand that the binary balance of black holes and white holes, a white hole is propelling matter into existence. And a black hole is more taking matter out of existence, an event horizon where it's the end, it's the, it's the end, it's the end game, it's over, and there's no more experiencing or doing or thriving or flourishing or sustaining. But I think it's really interesting when you look at sexual energy and you look at the white holes and the black holes of existence and understanding that if you can picture us as universes, then you would understand that makes sense because then, because when the baby's born, that would represent a new universe being born. 
if you look at how long we, on a macro level, our species has dominated and sustained for, I don't know, isn't it billions of years? I believe it's like three or four billion years. If you look at us as a micro of our macro species, our species on a macro level has been one of the most dominant species ever. In essence, we have sustained and flourished and thrived and expanded further than any species ever before. So if you look at that on a macro level, we are a galaxy. We are a universe. Human beings, whole sapiens are essentially a galaxy. We are stars. A bunch of us are stars and universes and galaxies that are coming together to make a, a galaxy. And once you understand that, then you start to understand, okay, so when a, when a mother is birthing a galaxy or a new universe, that would represent the birthing of a new white hole into the linear world of egoistic existence. And I think it's really interesting because then that's what my whole theory is on love limbo. It's the space in between when you're in the womb and you're in ringularity and you're experiencing femininity and you're experiencing ringularity and you're experiencing masculinity and femininity and all of the, the whole balance of the womb and the protection and the entanglement and the love. And then you're born and you're and you're trying to find that entanglement and that protection and that love and that position that is a standing wave that is representing ringularity that's representing singularity where you it's really hard in our world to be a naked a singular self but also be attached and connected at scale in a ringular sense to everyone and it's very difficult and challenging for us to understand that but if you can see the, set, the importance and relevance in the quantum physics sense of the balance of femininity and masculinity. And if you can see that the white holes of our world are actually women, femininity, and the womb represents the creation and the fabrication, and the manufacturing of all life and new universes and new brains and hearts and bodies and stars. Because humans, we have the ability to become galaxies and stars and we can have massive influence on other people. We can become white holes or black holes. We can live in, in entropy and ego, or we can live in love and unification and cooperation and collaboration and light and try and bring positive to other people rather than living in selfish and ego and entropy. So we have that choice and we can choose to do that. But at the end of the day, that is the potential when we're born that we have. It's our job to fulfill our potential. And that is what I'm talking about when I say mat fulfilling our maturation and saturation of self and becoming our fully matured and saturated self, where then we are no longer wanting, needing and desiring, but we're looking to do for others. So at the end of the day, it's really interesting concept looking at white holes and black holes as the binary balance of our universe and representing the masculinity and the femininity and understanding that the womb really, if you are open-minded to it, births all new matter and new universes. Cause we as humans really are galaxies and universes and can be wormholes and we can become wormholes and white holes, or we can become entropic and black holes and selfish and egotistical, but it, it depends on what we do and how we challenge ourselves fictionally and how we push us, ourselves to fully fulfill our potential while we're here. And at the end of the day, for me, I love contemplating white holes and talking about white holes that no one else is talking about and talking about the fact that women represent and the, the birthplace of all human beings and matter and existence comes from the womb. Everything that's ever come into existence it comes into existence from sexual energy and the womb. All animals and all matter, in essence, has to be fabricated and manufactured from sexual energy in the womb. So I think it's a really interesting topic talking about the binary balance of our universe in a quantum physics sense, but also looking at the fe femininity and the masculinity of black holes and white holes and looking at the egoistic existence 
of an alpha male that is living in entropy and just having sex and selfishly or femininity and love and regularity and inclusiveness and versus the singularity of ego and entropy and so forth. And I think that there is a big talking point moving forward around quantum physics in regards to this topic, as far as understanding our world and universe on a more basic level via white holes and black holes and femininity and masculinity and wave functions and coherence and sustainability as a species and understanding that we are galaxies and stars and our brain and our heart give off electromagnetic forces. And we in many ways are more complex than galaxy, the most complex galaxy, like the Andromeda galaxy I have in the upper corner here, that galaxy is one of the most beautiful, powerful galaxies that exist. And it's a, has feminine characteristics. So at the end of the day, I think there's some big talking points around empowering feminine characteristics, as well as being open to having conversations around the women being leaders and the source of all new universes and the white hole birthing of new babies and new universes that couldn't become galaxies and stars, which are humans, which we are galaxies and stars. And we individually are God in some sense. If we, if we fulfill our fullest potential and we become the most dynamic self and the most dynamic information processing system that we can on a micro and macro level, pushing ourselves to be our greatest version of self, becoming the highest elevated self where we're on the level where we are impacting others in a positive, constructive, innovative, educational, advocating, empowering, and building people up via light and love rather than tearing people down and being destructive via entropy and egoistic existence and selfishness. And rather than doing that, we can live in regularity and inclusiveness and dignity. And it's so much, so much, so much of a better world rather than a world that's living in self selfishness and egoistic existence. So I think it's a really interesting topic and I would love to continue to talk more about it. And this is how I continue to grow is I ride the waves of fiction. I ride the heavy friction of waves and I'm trying to always challenge and think about the most difficult, challenging concepts of time, matter, and existence on the We Are Next experience so that I can grow and I can improve my perception and reality of the truth that is our existence, that is our universe and our world. Because the power of the spoken word and bringing light and truth and transparency to the most complex topics and conversations and pushing that dialogue is going to lead us to the space where we have the most transparent, vulnerable insight and perspective and awareness to that truth. So at the end of the day, that's why I believe so much in the spoken word. And I believe so much in truth seeking via the spoken word and auditing and inspecting and adapting and growing and improving. So at the end of the day, this is the We Are Next experience. And at We Are In Media, we like to say we never are wrong. We're not saying we're right, but it's simply our perspective.